as well. Yeah, and be I've also I feel like LA people that I've met love to trauma bond. Trauma bond. Oh yeah. Wait, I've I never think heard that's of like that. a thing. Yeah. Out here. Yeah, that's what I said. What inspired you to order vintage Playboy magazines? Okay, first of all, I didn't order them. <laughs> Where did you get play vintage Playboy magazines? Okay. The current setup is I have a stack of vintage Playboy magazines, and that's what my mic is sitting on. Okay, so what I did was I saw this TikTok about this estate sale. <laughs> and? And so I, they had a bunch of Playboy magazines, and I was like, oh, those are kind of cool. Yeah. And so I went, and they were on sale for two fifty. so I bought, like, 28 of them. I guess when I think of vintage magazines, especially Playboy, like, I've seen, like, vintage fashion magazines. I think that's a really cool concept, but, like... Are they sticky? Ew. Uh, that's where my head goes. Okay, so I didn't like seek these out. I just like saw them and I was like, oh, these would be cool. Yeah. And then I was flipping through them and I like looking at old ads because <laughs> they're from like the 70s, 60s, 80s. And then I thought, because I'm psychotic like this, I was like, oh, how cute would it be if one day I have a boyfriend? <laughs> one day. And I got the Christmas edition ones, and I was like, that would be a cute Christmas card. Like a Christmas Playboy, vintage Playboy Christmas. Oh, yeah, that would be cute. For my future boyfriend. You're like, here, babe, here. So I actually snuck a few photos of me in there. Yeah, so I got Christmas ones that I could do as, like, Christmas cards for a boy one day. Any inspo for us on some photos? I haven't flipped through them, but the page that I just opened was Anatomy of a Crush and Sexual Oscars, so... We'll be reading these. That's I feel point. like that's going to have really good advice. Any magazine now. <laughs> Look at this It's picture. like filled with ads. Stop. Look at the contour on those guys. He's thick. That's my type. Right he, there. He is. He's a, Look what do you call them? Co- a teddy? An East, an East Coast daddy. A tone teddy. A tone teddy. Those he are my literally type, looks like a tone sure. teddy. Um, I can tell you what's not my type. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> tell us. Why don't we get into that? <laughs> he said... I should listen. And I said, no, you shouldn't. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. He's going my to. My heart sank into my ass. And I said, don't ever listen to my podcast. Absolutely what are you going to gain from listening to this? Honestly, you're going to have, <laughs> it's going to be heartbreak. <laughs> I, like, or he might like Wait, me Wait, are we nervous that he might listen? It's a chance I'm willing to take. Okay. I love that for you. Said. Okay. What did, you, what did you do this weekend? I feel like I haven't seen you in a few days. Okay, so I'm on this new train of transitioning out of I know (laughs) I'm okay well first I guess I'll give a quick little life update so the weekend before I was in Chicago and then this weekend I was here and you were gone so we haven't hung out in like two weeks I know sad this weekend I kept it pretty chill like I went out but I didn't really drink that much I'm on this new train where I'm slowly transitioning from my party girl identity I'm like ready to shed her and really just like dive into the healthy girl shit you heard it here first folks i'm gonna be like one drink in like i'm truly like just matcha gonna... like i'm wondering in matcha i'm one yeah drink in i think it's healthy, about balance healthy. i'll go out and stuff but i'm like i don't need to be taking shots every time i go out and i can mix in my recess water and be chill and like then be productive the next day i don't want to be the girl that like for i've literally been the party girl since i've been in high school i'm proud of you thank you i mean it we're not there yet but that's the goal I'm speaking it now so that I can hold myself accountable what do you think brought on this pivoting point for you right now I was like what are you passionate about and what do you enjoy and for me it's always been like health and fitness and having like 
a well-balanced life and I think also just this time of year when it's around my accident I kind of start reflecting on that mm-hmm. shit again it's the four-year anniversary and if you haven't listened to episode 29 go listen to it yeah. <laughs> for my story but I think it just like reminds me of the years right after my accident I was like super good about that stuff what was I taking as far as like supplements just meditation journaling all of that and then I kind of like I think after my breakup, I kind of slowly went back into the party girl phase again. And I'm like, okay, well, it's time to pull it back. You had your fun again. Now you have like other things you want to focus on. Okay, but also... I'm still down to park. I think that you need to give yourself some grace because you are... You are still very healthy. I know. And you are very self-aware of all of this. Yeah. And you you are really... You have a million fucking vitamins in those cabinets (laughs) that I know you eat. Milu got mad at me because I ate one of her hair gummies because I wanted a gummy. And it's okay. But she's very passionate (laughs) about... picky about my vitamins. She's very picky about them. So give yourself some grace because you... Yeah. I think we've just had a lot of distractions and we've had a lot of opportunities that have come up. When we moved to LA, we're excited to be in a new city. You moved three times in one year. So that's why you're Insane. feeling unsettled or like, yes. you know, why you're so like, we're fine. Like, I feel like we're finally getting settled here. Yes. That being said, As we're we- still looking for sponsors who want to furnish the place. So <laughs> we are more than happy to. We did try to pick up um, a couch off the street and it didn't fit in my we- car. And by we, I mean me and two random Neelu. men that I recruited off the streets. So I don't even know that's why you asked for permission. Neelu sends me a photo of this leather vintage couch. It was couch cute. I was like. That like a homeless could- man for sure slept on the last three nights. It was nice. It was really nice. It was vintage. And she's like. Hey, what, do you, what do you think? I was like, listen, we don't have anything, but I can't help you right this second because I'm working. And she was like, okay, well, we'll figure it out. Let me go ask a stranger to help me get it in the car. Couldn't get it in the car. So she's just been dwelling on this couch all day. I think I'm going to go week. back. I'm going to take the legs off. Nobody will want it, will they? <laughs> And then she's like, Megan, 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 can we use your car? Can we use your car? I was like, hey, Nilu, I'm all for a free couch, but the universe is telling us that we don't need this couch. We don't need this couch. It probably is like roach infested. It's like disgusting, probably. But you did have a good eye. That was a nice couch. So someone is like, some homeless man is literally sleeping on. Or like, we're going to see it in some blogger's place. And like, I got this vintage couch at the store. (laughs) And you're like, bitch, that's your couch. That's my couch. That's my couch. It was really nice though. It was really nice. Anyway, so we still don't have any furniture. We're currently sitting on the ground. I mean, at least you have bedroom furniture. I'm on a mattress. And let's just talk about the fact that not only am I, my mattress is on the ground, I've invited a boy over not once but twice with no bed and a mattress on the ground. We embrace you for you. (laughs) We're not going to judge you for that. Yeah. Who cares? But it's like, wow, imagine if a guy invites us over. But we, we judge men if we're like, like why if is a, your bed on the ground? If why a guy invited me over and he was like, here's my room and it's a mattress on the floor. No, we, the first time was the ground, a blanket on the ground. Oh. <laughs> I would be like, Did what we talk the about fuck? that on this? We I don't had, think so. We had some friends over and... <laughs> slept on our floor. Like we were, yeah, like we had some friends over some, and we were playing card games and it was late and then we're like... Okay, well, we're gonna go to bed. You guys are more than welcome to stay. And, like, obviously, we mean everything we say. Yeah. And totally fine, but we don't have beds for them. <laughs> I didn't even have a bed for myself. You, okay, also, Neela and I. Chloe's one Neela bed. and I slept on the ground for a few days. <laughs> I've never in my life done that. And honestly, it wasn't that I bad. I was not, like, I was fine with it. Like, it did not bother me one bit. But never in my life did I think, man, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm 30. 30. <laughs> I'm 30. 
and I have a blanket and a pillow. Well, because here's the, here's the problem. Okay, we didn't think this. Well, I didn't think this through because in my head I thought we're gonna we're gonna get the keys, we're gonna move in, <laughs> we're gonna go t- to Target to get an Arab mattress, and then I'll order a bed, and it'll be fine for a day or so. Well, we went to Target. Target is fresh out of Arab mattresses because apparently everybody thought the same thing. So I thought, okay, we'll text our friends. One of them will have an air mattress. Nope, none of them have air mattresses. So Nilo and I slept on the ground. <laughs> Luckily, I bought a blanket. You have like a nice little, you have like a lot of pillows. Yes, and, like, I had a like a little, little like, setup. yeah. I had literally. It was kind of like a one. boho vibe, honestly. Like some yeah, people probably would have like been like, like four this different is blankets. <laughs> I legit grabbed all of my hoodies. <laughs> No, no. Okay, first off, one night I went to a boy's house just so I could sleep in his bed. Because yep. <laughs> yep. I was like, hey, by the way, I don't even have a blanket. Can I stay in your house? Like, you're walking distance. <laughs> and then another night I just uh, slept on the ground mm-hmm. with my blanket and my one pillow. And honestly, I think it's good for your back. I've been told that by the person by the who boy was that not, was like, I want to come over and sleep on the ground. Was not at all alarmed by the floor sleeping. Anyway. That's kind of where we're at right now, guys. We are a little disheveled, but it's been a lot of fun so far. We got a broom finally, and our ceiling is leaking, but our parking is free. So that's <laughs> that's a step up from yeah, our. I don't have um, a car. Chicago I just days. walked an hour to go get Botox. Okay, for the record, I could have taken an Uber, but I thought, you know what? I could use a little walk. A little walk is good for you. A little walk, and then I got Botox, and it was lovely. And then a homeless man started chasing me for a minute but um all's good in the world i ordered some new books oh yeah i i also am reading that one. Oh, you are yeah i started reading it okay so the two of the books i got were recommendations <laughs> one of them was what was it on the cover it said how to lose, how to lose weight 10 pounds in how to, five it was days like how something. to lose fat this was recommended to me by a guy that i thought i had a crush on <laughs> i've been meaning to tell you nilu <laughs> I don't think that was the intention, but looking back now, I'm like, hmm, interesting book to recommend to me. I feel Thank like you, you probably said, I can't stop eating. All I do is eat. <laughs> and then, which, okay, for the record, Neelu is the tiniest human being. <laughs> and the girlfriend eats. Like, I, I'm just like, how do you, where do you put it? <laughs> and so you probably said, all I do is eat. And then he's probably like, oh my God, you should try this book. <laughs> and then I got the Daily Stoic. And then I also just got this one, Mating in Captivity, mm-hmm. which I haven't started yet. So I, oh, what no. I am excited about this book is because one thing that I always deal with is when I'm in a relationship, I'm like craving adventure and freedom. And then when I'm single, I want stability and like, and it's like, I feel like this book talks about the mix of those two things. I feel like you want what you can't have. So it's appreciating what you have when you have it, but you can also crave what you already have even though you have it. Yeah. Like you could be in a happy relationship, but then see another couple and be like, I want that when really you're just as happy. I just started it. What's that quote? The grass 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 is always always greener. greener. Speaking of the grass always being greener. (laughs) (laughs) What are we getting at? Okay. I'm going to give my two cents here. We and things are not always what they seem. Things are not always what Especially they seem. Especially on social media. <laughs> social media is a highlight reel. I know I've said it once and I'll say it again. Social media is a highlight reel. That being said, experiences are very cool, but it is not what you think. <laughs> sometimes um, it's not worth it. Sometimes it is not worth it. 
I am super grateful for the experiences that have happened to me. I'm just going to start it out with that, okay? Because I, I say yes to a lot of things. The This is like your damage control. Like, let me say I'm grateful first. Let, so. let, me, let me just start it out so yeah. that you guys don't think I sound like a spoiled brat. But when I say the grass is always greener... Okay. I think in general, the lessons we've learned is that there's going to always be these rich dudes who will pay for things and take you on these like crazy trips and like, buy you things or whatever it is. But if you're not into them emotionally, sexually or whatever, you're going to have a miserable time. You have to be, you have to like the person. And yeah. it's like, I think some people might be able to like put that part aside and really just take advantage of the situation, but it's just not worth it sometimes. It's, it's like fun for the story here and there, but it's like at the end of the day, is that really what you want? Do you really want to be wasting your time with a guy you have no interest in for some, for materialistic things? Also, I feel like you need to communicate that you're on the same page. Yeah. If you are going into a situation like that. I think, okay, there's definitely times where we're like, do it for the story. (laughs) There are times, Milu, that's our whole life. Well, I'm, I'm just t- do it for the story specifically for you want to do daddies. cool. Ex- well, I feel like we say yes to a lot of things, and like we say yes there to are everything. things that you're like, man, I wouldn't maybe seek this, but like this seems like a cool opportunity or a cool situation, and it'll make for a good story. Yeah, I. But think, I think just being more selective with what those things are and making sure you've communicated and you're on the and same going page. For the, yes, is so important because you again to the to the point of having a highlight reel. Is that what that's maybe like? Is that what you want? Yeah. Are you genuinely happy? And going um, for the right reasons. Because we right definitely reasons. joke about guys and money and all that shit. And like, but it's not like at the end of the day, the day that it's not it. Like you could have literally vision, like you could have anything in the world, right? Given to you by someone. Yes. And at the end of the day, like you're not into that person. You're going to be so unhappy. It also depends on the guy. Like if he's a dud, he's a dud. Doesn't matter how much money he has. It doesn't matter what he like does. If he is boring and sucks, you will never be happy. And it's like money does not matter at that point. And also I think your love language comes into play. Definitely comes into play. And like your preferences and your needs. Like if like we're the type of people that we want attention. Like, I mean, like we want attention from guys. Like we, I genuinely want people to like ask me questions. Whereas like, I'm also a really good listener. Yeah. So I can let a guy talk to me and tell me anything and everything about him. And I'm, I'll sit there and listen to him all day. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, I need to ask me fucking questions about me. I think what I, the, the question I would ask is, is a sugar daddy worth it? No. If you're not at all attracted to some guy does not matter what he flies what he drives what he does what he buys you if you are not attracted to a guy physically or emotionally you are going to be miserable and it is not worth it unless your only goal and motive is to get money from him that's fine that is totally fine if you are down for that no but like but when they say do you marry for love or you marry for money i'm like i marry for love like well, I mean, he, I think there can be balance. Be I think there can be balance. Uh, wait, let's take a back. I'm like, I think there can be balance here. I mean, but like, he's got to be working seen, a little bit. You can see like, marry for money. No, it's yeah. like, here's the lifestyle I can provide. But you're going to be miserable. Unless you're like, literally, I just want to be on board for that lifestyle, that lifestyle only. Like, you have to be able to click with the person at the end of the day. Yes. I think it's also different when you're doing like, 
fun group activities versus like you're one-on-one with a person like that right you so when you're going on dates with a guy at what point are you he can turn up the romantic card for you personally whether it's a gesture like a what's considered romantic like what's a romantic gesture like i think dinner is one-on-one dinner is great i romantic gestures go once you're absolutely in love with someone and you're dating them like, are you saying rose petal candles, like that romantic? Because, yeah. like, honestly, I don't think I've ever really had, like, a, a dead serious setup where I would, like, laugh in that situation, probably. It's uncomfortable. It's- but, like, my COVID buddy, we did dinner, and he's like, I want to do a special dinner. We had gone on maybe a few dates, and he's like, I want to do a special dinner. No, you yeah. went all out. So I think, like, once you've established your dating, and then in the relationship, say, six months, maybe you can start to get romantic then. But I think people try to push the romantic card early on, and to think, I, I don't okay. know, that's my personal opinion, but maybe I think, it's because I get freaked out by that kind of stuff pretty early. You do, I, think, I mean, yes, I, I would say... And I don't, this is just my opinion. I think if you're a guy and you start doing romantic, really romantic shit, like rose petal candles, couple massages early on, it's going to be kind of like too much. Like you have to like move at a slower pace. Yeah. Obviously there's like, there's there's a a line. We want you to be cute and do like these little things that like you go out of your way, but like, don't be creepy and weird. No, like order me an Uber. That's a romantic gesture. <laughs> like, order me Uber Eats. Order me an Uber. Send me fucking food. Oh, send, send me, me a pizza. Yeah. When I'm hungover. That's the romance that's the I want. the cutest romantic shit. Like, I don't need rose petals and candles. Order me that shit. Yes. Roll me a joint that's what I want. and bring it over. It's like the cute... Okay, one guy... That to me before, is romance. Before I went on like a trip somewhere, he bought me like a few like little things to take on my trip with me which like face mask and stuff and I was yeah, like that was cute. cute like yes. he had no idea what he was doing yes but he went out of his way to go get that and like, I think that was really cute yeah but like the rose petals I don't know why I get so fucking freaked out about that kind of stuff yeah. it just it feels like Imagine, it's like when you go to Italy right yeah like when you go on like a romantic trip with someone like you are it's like a honeymoon you're like going because you care about that person so I think there's like the fun trips and then there's that progression but I think yeah. like until you're at like the I'm going to say six months for me at least. I don't don't know. I don't put a timeline on things because I think everyone's different. I think every relationship's different. Every, even like, I could meet one guy and instantly be like, it could accelerate at a different speed than if I meet another guy. So I can't say like a certain time. Valentine's Day canceled. Oh, I love Valentine's Day. I'm a sucker for Valentine's Day. Why though? Because I just think I think it's cute. I love the candy. <laughs> it's like I love the heart. Like, it's like you're about your. Crush. I love cute. Yes, I love. It's crushes. not about. It's not like serious. Yes, it, like Halloween and Valentine's Day, my two favorite so holidays, funny. and it's they both are revolved around candy. So maybe that's why. And yeah, I love candy hearts. I think the whole like Valentine's Day is cute, so I'm a sucker for it, which is weird because I'm like kind of cynical towards love in general but then valentine's day i'm a sucker but it's about your crush so i see that it's like yeah. non-serious yes, type yes, of situation yes, okay yes. all right sorry we just got on a tangent but i was curious if i'm the only one that thought other people are freaked out by early romantic gestures or not i just think if you're gonna do a romantic gesture for someone order them uber eats do cute little things for them but you don't need to go all out sometimes less is more yeah no nope. agreed 100 percent Okay, so I saw this Poosh article about how to handle being ghosted, and I feel like we should go over it and see how we feel about this, and just some tips and tricks for when the good old fuckboys dip out on us. Okay, so the first one is nip feeling stupid in the bud. 
Don't allow yourself to feel stupid about him being too spineless to be direct. Taking on someone else's shortcomings adds more shame to the situation you're already feeling crappy about. Shit happens when we date. Indulging the idea that you're stupid because you didn't see it coming is super unkind to yourself. Would you tell your friend who got ghosted that she was stupid? Never. Okay, I think that's such a good point because the first thing you think of when you do... Am I stupid? And it's like, I feel dumb. When that's the last and you're not. And it's not you. It's literally them. Them. Yeah. But you, but it's so natural to start going down the like, am I dumb? What, what did, did I, I do? do am I not pretty Why am enough? I not good enough? Did I say something that was off? Okay, so I think that's a good thing is being like, it is not you. You're not stupid. Okay, the second one is don't take it personally. I know, easier said than done. However, when you let your mind make the ghosting about you, you're giving him way too much credit and define your worth. We can't be all made for each other. And of course, you're allowed to feel bummed about the disappearing act. But... Believing you're the reason he ghosted versus him being the reason he ghosted only creates more suffering for you. That's so good. to reiterate what we just said. Yeah. Okay, number three, judge away in a safe space. Get it out. It's okay to feel pissed off and disappointed. Lean on a supportive friend, coach, or therapist to move through all the automatic triggering thoughts and emotions. Consciously processing and taking out how you feel is always the answer. This so no- you can talk about it with someone like so I think which you, we all do <laughs> yeah give yourself like two days where you can like that's your two days to be a sad girl and then yeah, you're a bad two, girl you get two days to be yes. talk about it as much as you need to and then get it out of your system and that's it but it's so hard we can't like dwell on it at all yeah but give yourself the time to be sad about it for a because little because it's okay to be sad and talk about it and I think a lot of us try to find something to like fill that void and we're yeah. like oh I just need to meet a new guy I need to like make out with a new guy and like that's how I'll make yeah. things better which Okay, that, yeah, we do. But yeah, just give yourself time to heal and feel. All right, number four, ask yourself, where am I ghosting myself in my life? Now that you've spewed your judgments about him off your chest, it's time to go inward. Whenever we're triggered, even if we're the ghost E and feel very justified in thinking he's the worst, there's always a deeper lesson for you. How are you ghosting and not showing up for you? Where is your relationship like? with your body, your career, your finances? Have you consciously healed your last relationship? Put your focus on growing and loving yourself versus being in his business and how you think he should be treating you. The sooner you start giving all aspects of you the respect and love you're seeking from someone else, the closer you'll be to to attracting the right guy who's the mere reflection of the love for you. Yeah. That's when I, I think that's when we all say we're not busy enough. (laughs) And I like think, yes. we're spending too much time looking think, at his follower account than yes. less time like Wa- like posting going through your story views <laughs> did he watch my story, did he watch blah, story? Blah, blah, blah. but I think that's when you want to do new distractions that are healthy and taking on a hobby or getting more into whatever you're passionate about okay so the next time we get upset what's something that instead of falling down the rabbit hole what are you going to do for self-improvement okay so right now I'm like a little sad about a crush which but I'm kind of getting over it now and got the whole dwelling out of my system already. But then my new focus that I really want to get into is like my health and fitness and really just being like all in on it. Good. And we all know you. And like when you set your mind to something, it's like, all right, we're going all in. What's going to be your distraction from boy shit? Yeah. I mean, I think I've been obviously beating a dead horse with intro stuff and really diving in. But I think like I'm just going to really, really focus in on that. And I think just going to stop overthinking creating content. I had like (laughs) a aha moment the other day Mm -hmm. where I'm like, why the fuck do I care how perfect my content is? I need to stop Yeah, because I enjoyed it so much more when I just, it was authentic and I just 
posted it and I didn't really care. I think some of that has to do with like my confidence and like how how I feel and how I look right now. I just don't feel confident. So I think I'm, I'm getting my personality back. But <laughs> no, I, to- I think I, once I get that, I'll feel like way more excited about creating content again. And totally. I think being more active, like it's mm-hmm. warm here. You, yes. I like forget it's warm here. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to go for an hour walk or whatever it is and not like just resort to like going on a date or like a dating app to like Mm -hmm. fix myself because I'm bored. Because I think I say yes to way too much and I'm starting to be more aware of the things that I'm saying yes to. And if I'm not 100% in, then I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I think, well, one, I think being conscious about content is like such a relatable thing. I think everyone feels that way. And it's, and I do too, but it's like, why do we give a fuck? And it's usually like, we are caring about like, probably people who don't even care about they it, don't who even, aren't even don't watching know. it. Yeah. yeah. Stupid as shit. It's like, just do it. And like, I'm like, is this post going to be fucking weird? Yes. I should just post it. And like when I heard thought. those guys talking about the girls Instagram, I was like, I will never post again. Why do I care what these guys think? Because like people are also probably thinking the same thing of like, what are these guys doing? Right. And then the other thing that you said about saying no and saying yes to less things. Yeah. I think a lot of times we think we have to have like an excuse to say no, mm-hmm. but it's like, you can just say no and that's it. You don't have to say like, no, period. That's it. Like it's mm-hmm. a sentence. I think we're afraid that we're going to let someone down by not giving them the answer right then, right there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to say, I'm going to let that digest. I'm not going to give you a direct yes or no. Like, let me think about what that looks like and then let me get back to you. Even though they're going to take that as a a no or a maybe. But I think we, I mean, we are, we over, we have the biggest FOMO and we overcommit. You're really good about pulling through. I've been more flaky lately, but just because I try not to flake. I but but at the end of the day, I'm like I used to not be flaky ever, and Mm -hmm. now I'm just kind of like you know what? Whose life is this that I'm living? Am I living my life, or am I living the? Am I living for these other people? Yes. And they're upset because I flaked one time when really it's my happiness at the end of the day. You guys understand when I'm like. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, I got to sleep. Like, literally, no. That's all you have to say is, no, I can't. It's no. No, I don't have the capacity for that or the bandwidth You don't even right need now. to explain. But literally, if you feel no. like you need to. Like, yeah. If, or, but I no, think you need to stop feeling like you need to. Like, you don't owe anyone an explanation. If you can't do something, that's no. it. Yeah. I think it just depends like on the personality can, type. Yeah, that's right? true. Like, I am super empathetic, and I'm very much always afraid I'm going to hurt someone's feelings. I don't think anyone's really going to give that much of a fuck. They're not. No one cares They're that not. much. <laughs> they're not but it's just even like yeah. saying yes like oh hey do you want to go to dinner tonight and you're like oh my god that sounds great when really you should say hey let me get through this day yeah. I don't want to give you a de- definite answer yes or no but I would like to I just don't know if like I can so yeah. I think there's a whole conversation around like everybody just really overdoing it with mm-hmm. what they have the bandwidth for and just know it's okay to say no so you don't overwork yourself yeah because we are so guilty of that for sure I think it's totally fine to say no and also I mean like when I invite anyone it's like I'm just inviting you to be nice but it doesn't affect me what someone else does you know what I mean like of course I would love for someone to like you to join me but if you're like no I'm gonna be like okay okay I'm still gonna go do it (laughs) like I wish you were there but like I totally get it I think that's just like the selfish component that it's not selfish to Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Yes. I tell you all the time, you can be selfish. I know. It's not being selfish. 
it's your life. You have to like make decisions that like, make you happy. Right. And you like, can't, yeah. you can't be a people pleaser. No. Be, it's being a people pleaser is so hard. Yeah. And you're going to get burnt out at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. I think my thing is like, I, and that's part of like, I need to say no more often because I just say yes to everything because I do want to do everything and I genuinely am like excited yeah. and enjoy yeah. it. But I'm like, okay, you don't need to say, you don't need to do everything. Like you'll be okay. Not going I out. also think like following your gut is so strong and, yeah. and it comes with like you might want to say okay because you're like oh, it could be a really fun night and then you come home and you're like you know what that was a fun night but I really didn't miss yeah. out on anything when your gut had already told you that yeah. but you just chose not to listen to it I kind of like this is the story of my life yeah I've been really good about like every time I've gone out recently yeah has been really fun but yeah. then the nights where I, I, like this weekend, I didn't go out like two of the nights and I was like, I could like get myself to go out and like meet up with people. But I'm like, I'm, I don't have the desire it's so to. so nice just to recharge. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, if I have the desire to, then I'll go out and make it a fun night. Yeah. But if I'm like not in the mood, then like I don't need to go and I'll be fine. And if you feel like you're being pressured, I mean, I think just in general, if you think you're being pressured by a group of friends, I'm not speaking from personal experience because <laughs> you guys are all very supportive of my decisions. Yeah. You guys like push me to go out because you're like, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And it always is a lot of fun. Yeah. But you guys are also really supportive. So like if your friend group is not being supportive, communicate that to them and yeah. say, hey guys, like, like, you know, Nilu and Megan and them, they know I'm getting off of Adderall and like I'm off of Adderall and it's been like a lot on my system and I've been exhausted mm-hmm. and I had like just communicating that to them. So I feel like you have to communicate that to like your people too. Of, like, yeah. yo, I need you to support me and not like, Pressure. As Megan would say, like, I won't be bullied. Yeah. Even though Megan's the biggest bully. <laughs> Just kidding, Megan. We love you. Shut up, Megan. We love you. But there are times where you're like, fuck, I really need a wing woman right now. Like, I need you to pull through. And those are the times where you're like, okay, I'm going to, ta- I'm going to like right. be a friend and take one for the team. And right. you do that for like, sure. Like, I need you to do yeah. it. It's yeah. desperate situation. We're like, fuck, I really need you to come along I this time. Really, I but know, that's I'm always like, like, so who else is going? So that I know. And you're like, uh, no. And I'm like, all right, I'll go. <laughs> I'm like, I can't go alone. I need you to come. Then it's like, okay, fine. Pull through. But that's special occasions. Okay, what's this other article? Oh, okay. I didn't realize you were just reading all these articles. We're going to just give you guys a few go-to questions you guys can keep in your back pocket for when you're on a date or when you're meeting someone new and you just are nervous or just have these in mind so that you can pull them out when you need to. I think these are just like good, easy questions that start conversations. Okay, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? What is your most treasured memory? I love that one. Oh, that's a cute one. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, your future, anything else, what would you want to know? That's a good one. Oh my God. What would you want to know? I I don't want to know about the future because then I think it takes the fun away. Yeah. But... Maybe one, maybe one the, thing. Maybe the truth about maybe like family history or something. Things that I just like don't know. I think I would just want to see like a picture, like one picture that describes my life in 10 years. You think? One picture. I don't think I would want to. You don't? Do you think that would change? Because imagine it's not what you want. But like also then like, can you change it or is it, is it stuck? Or what if you're like, oh, you end up single and you're like, well, fine. You're like, yes. Um, you actually on the third husband. <laughs> I think that would be gold. I think people are afraid to ask questions that are uncomfortable. What's your most terrible memory? Yeah. 
I think that opens up a lot of uncomfortable doors, and I, I personally like that. That's but a good But people one. have to be able to, like, share that as well yeah, and be vulnerable. I've also, I feel like LA people that I've met love to trauma bond. Trauma bond. Oh, yeah. Wait, I've I never think heard that's, of that. like, a thing yeah. out here. And I think that at first, because, like, I, I mean, being from the Midwest, like, you're Everybody not really, trauma. Yeah, but no one's, like, trauma. talking about it. Like, when no. I go on dates, I'm not ever opening up to someone, like, pretty early on. Like, in L.A., I feel like I have, like, these deep conversations with these guys. And then I'm like, wow, we really bonded it. People, like, trauma bonded. They're like, wow, that's... No, like, but I, I think it's just the norm. I appreciate that you shared and you were vulnerable about that. I think it's just... That's... Yeah, no. No, but I think everyone does it. I think it's, like, to be trendy out here. I don't think... I, I don't think it's, like, as think, deep as we think. I haven't told many people about, you know, my daddy issues, but it seems like more of a burden than trauma. <laughs> that would be trauma bonding, though. Like, if you and a guy are, tra- are bonding over your trauma, then you feel more connected. This is very true. You're um, vulnerable. But I don't know if that actually means anything to be determined. Okay. But trauma bonding out in LA seems to be a thing. I think people would ask questions that reflect how they feel. If that's important to them. Mm-hmm. You want to know a weird question that got brought up at the dinner table this weekend? What? What are you lo- long and short? So like what's something that you think is like done in any subject and like it's the trend is coming to an end and what is something that is going to advance further in the future so some of that was technology Wait, based what do you mean long and like i said adderall short oh natural, okay. oh i like this combo like mushrooms natural supplements yes. long long but it could be around any subject that you're passionate it's about mm-hmm. like you know, i think drinking short drinking short but then what's long i think alternative drinks like anything with like adaptogens or the recess whatever yeah. there was a girl at the real real and she was like short would be fast fashion long would be sustainable yeah. vintage shopping so like you could go in so many different mm-hmm. areas and subjects and open up a conversation there as well and i said i also talked a lot about in social media i think that retail shopping like in person brick and mortar short live stream shopping long, long. okay so we're going to ask you guys what is short what is long so what's in and what's out in your opinion yeah yeah I saw this one girl I follow on Instagram makes these lists and they're actually really funny and I hope I can find her. Oh, I found her. Okay. So this girl, her name's L, I think it's Ellie Rallo, E-L-I, is it Eli or Ellie? I don't know. Eli. Okay. So it was like in and out and one of them was edge of the bed. If you know, you know, out <laughs> reverse cowgirl. So positions like sex positions. Wait, that's good. Yeah. Like things like that. And then. Like in unfollowing people on Instagram. Wait, this account is money. Yeah, she's really funny. We should have people do in and outs. We should have everyone vote like what's in versus out and make a list. Yeah, so from now on, we'll be doing longs and long and short. What's a better name for long and short? Sip or dip. Yeah. Like you sip if you want it, dip if you're done with it. And it's going to be things that are in versus things that are out going out. So send us, we'll put a little poll and you have to send us what you guys think. And we want them to be like funny and specific. I feel like these could be very much like an ick list. Yeah. Like it's like sip or dip. Yeah. Like what would be the opposite of ick? Couldn't think of it. I don't know. Anyways. Okay. So we'll do the list on Instagram. So we have a few guests that are coming up that you guys are going to (laughs) be super excited about. What else? Other than that, hopefully we'll get furniture soon. But... I feel like there's... Life in LA is finally starting to feel more real. And somewhat normal. Yes. So we're wrapping up episode 33. 33. Wild. 
Thanks for listening. And as always, you can follow us on TikTok at one drink in or on Instagram at one drink dot in. And I'm Nilu. And I'm Chloe. And you better fucking follow us on Instagram. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's what I said.